Now it's done. Hey, hey, oh, welcome to this show. Welcome to this show. It's episode 77 of the day. Let's restart that. Let's restart. This is not going to be the beginning of the goddamn show. This ain't going to be how I'm going to start this show, man. Come on, man. You always fuck it up. Okay, this is the beginning of the show. Welcome to the Tape Vaxel Bam This episode 78 of the program. I'm in a singing mood. I wish this was a show I could just sing. We're just going to get over that sound. Let's get that sound over with. Okay, I was very anxious about this can opening and making a hole. Wow, it's making a noise. Okay, so I, I wanna, I, I'd rather be singing right now. That's what I'd rather be doing. I was doing karaoke. I was singing some karaoke songs and listening back. That's my favorite part, is listening back. Today, I was in a mood to not uh, move my mouth muscles. Not to move my mouth. This whole past few years or week it feels like it feels like years but it's been only a couple of weeks since i've been uh feeling this way okay it has been more than a couple of weeks it's been a couple easily a couple of months where i've been like i don't feel like i don't feel like talking today so i'm not gonna and then i when i do the podcast i always have to explain oh by the way this is my first time talking so I don't know why I'm acting like that's a new thing for me. It's not. That's not new. It's it has been going on for maybe years, years. No, I I kind of remember when I first started doing this. I was like, no, I got a lot to say, man. I got a lot. I can't wait to talk. Sometimes you are in a mood to talk, but that ain't how I've been for the past eight hours. Eight hours. Okay, it's not even. It's been way more than eight hours, but eight hours, I'm using that as like a euphemism. I'm using that as a turn of phrase to mean like a long time. I mean a way longer time than eight hours. You can't say it's something stupid. Dude, it's been eight hours since I was, uh, what's happened a long time? What's been, uh, dude, I'm trying to think of a good example. Fuck metaphors. They always fuck me up in this in this style of communication. I don't know why I use metaphors if I can't use them correctly. But the point is, it's been a long time since uh, eight hours. I forgot what I was saying with the eight-hour thing. I know it's been a long time since something, but I I forgot what I was going to say. I get the metaphor that I was going for. I was going for it. It's been a long time. It's been more than eight hours. It's been like many months. Okay, maybe that was it. Since I've wanted to actually like move my mouth muscles. But then I told myself, you know, it usually gets better if you just practice, if you just warm them up. Because like a couple weeks ago, it's like, I didn't, same thing. I didn't want to use my mouth muscles, but I had a comedy show which is the opposite of what I wanted to be doing. <laughs> that I just wanted to sit there and look on my computer screen and watch the financial times happen in real time. It's fucking exciting, man. 
to just watch financial news. That's way more exciting than talking to people. About, I got nothing to talk about. I could think it. Why do I have to say it if I could just think it? Nobody's asking me shit. And usually it's over text if they are asking me sh- Nobody's like calling me on the phone. Hey, we need your opinion on this. Uh, that's only for TV. They only do that on TV because it's like an old-fashioned thing that they just never stop doing. What was that? Okay, sorry. Everything's good with the recording. Anyway, I got I got I get sidetracked so easily these days. It's not it's an ADHD thing. It's not being on enough good drugs, man. Anyway, it's I also because who cares what I was talking about? Now that is a, that is a good point because I watch a lot of CNBC. That's how I live, man. It's exciting to just wake up and watch what the market's doing, even if it's only up like point zero one percent they're going to be talking all about it it's i don't know it's exciting okay it's not that it's exciting if you in the early part of the day when i take my vivance and then it just kicks in after about an hour and a half i know when i could feel it i could be yep it's working because i'm motivated to do absolutely nothing i just like i feel super motivated like super powerfully focused on the most minimalistic, the most non-important thing. Like I could get hyper-focused and motivated to go through all my credit card statements and make sure that I'm getting the most points on my credit card when I pay for bills. That's a that's what I that's been my past few weeks. Personal finance. I've been that's been my drug of choice. Is personal finance. I don't know if that's fun. If it is, if you are in your mid thirties, it's not fun if you don't make any money. If you don't have any money to be personalized about, if you don't have any money to personalize, you need finances to begin with. You need to have like some money. You don't have to be making money. You just have to have money. Because life is going to charge you regardless of if you're, if you're making it. It's always going to be draining you of money. Excuse me. There's always going to be expenses. That was like half me trying to clear my throat and also deciding if I wanted to like get passionate about something. It's like, should I yell right now while clearing my... Should I just let this thing in my throat just completely change my behavior it like it did but that's how i handled it i was just like let, let's let it go for a couple microseconds you know not microseconds what's the word i'm looking for millisecond I, I, humans can't detect microseconds we could detect milliseconds milliseconds are vital in everyday life, that's only, it's what, like a thousandth of a second? Yeah, we could do millies. But, uh, am I correct on that? I think I'm all, is that a hundredth of a goddamn second? Is a millisecond a hundredth? I think it's a thousandth of a second. Yeah, I think it's a, yeah. Okay, now we got that in order. So 200 milliseconds would be. 0.2 seconds.
cool. Now that we got the math on that, I'm very into math, you know, these days. I'm very hyper-focused because when the Vivance kicks in, all I want to do is watch CNBC, even the ads. I just take in the ads. I go, okay, yeah, that'd be good for an old person who's getting old. It's like even the ads are interesting when you're on Vivance on a very boring-to-begin-with channel like CNBC. CNBC is more boring than the regular news, which is already very boring, unless it's 9-11. The news are only interesting, like, one decade out of the deck, like, once in a decade. Per decade, there's only, like, one good thing on the news that's like, oh, I gotta watch this. I mean, when I was, like, a 10-year-old... That's how I looked at it. That's how interesting I found the news when I was like 10 or 20. Same shit, 20, 15, 17. Ooh, 17 was a good age because I did a lot when I was 17. A lot of, a lot of like experimenting with shit. Be like, yeah, I'm old enough to do this. I can make this mistake in, in my life at this age. I'm old enough to have sex. It's, I'm 17, baby. I'm as old as I'm going to get. 17. I'm as old as I'm going to get. Every, anything after this is just excess age. 18. That's old. 17 is the perfect age because it's not too old. Obviously, it's not too old. But it's also not too young. It's not too young to not have sex. But it's definitely... Uh, uh, and it's definitely not too old. It might be too young, but that's the thing. That's why it's the best age, because, like, hey, this might be too young. That's why it's cool, man. You got to get it out of the way when you're young. I mean, come on. You don't want to have sex for the first time when you're 38. Even 32 would be depressed. It would be, like really bad to be like yeah i'm 32 it's my first time so i'm gonna be like a 17 year old i mean that is so bad that you that's how you like i guess you could always get over it because 32 is not that old but if it was your if you was 38 or 42 if you're losing your virginity at 42 I feel like at that point, then it's like they already know what you're going through and they'll just be like, it's like a charity case. But 32, it's definitely not quite, you know, it is still pretty charitable. 28, it's not charitable. They're just going, really? You fucking, you went through your college years and you ain't found nobody? Did you go to like a super small conservative school or something because that would be the only reason because everybody could get laid if they go to a big enough school if you go to a big enough school it doesn't matter how awkward you are how racist how horribly ugly or unapproachable you are if it's a big enough pool of women one of them will be like, yeah. And they'll just go up to you. You don't even got to do anything. It's fucking easy. It's easy. 
if you if you know if you want to get laid at the right age at a good sweet young tender age of 17 but i'm not just talking about sex i'm saying that 17 is like the the age that i only wanted to be at the most i didn't say i wanted to die at at that i said i'm saying i don't want to age after that i don't want to be more than 17 man spiritually i do want to keep going but my uh my like my physical age Okay, now we'll get into like this the a different question. Now we are getting into like a philosophical like why do I say that? Why am I saying that seventeen? Because of course seventeen. Okay, well here's how here's how I looked at. I'm just saying that eighteen I looked at as old, and anything above that is like super old. Twenty? Yeah, that's all. I didn't want to be twenty. It's not that I didn't want to live. 20 years yes i want to live an infinite amount of time for now that's a that's where it gets philosophical man because no you don't you can't have one without the other you can't just have a non-aging physical body and still have this a 20 years of experience like an infinite amount of experience in your head in your brain your consciousness could be 17, but your body could be older. That's a bad example because 17 is so young in both age and mentally. So what I'm getting at here is old people don't want to live forever. They're happy dying most of them, they're like, yeah, whatever. I'm a, I'm old. I'm seventy. I'm eighty. Se- you know, eighty to ninety is when most people go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Even though, even if you ask them, would you like to go back to being twenty? If it was possible to just turn back time, you still re- retain all your memories. Or f- just let's just say you have a perfect physically healthy body and you could keep going for another 80 years most people go nah nah i mean i i don't care nah i've, I've seen enough what's that gonna matter if my body's a little better my brain i've been here enough i've collected enough shit that it's like what else what do i gotta do here what do i gotta see that I haven't already saw at age 80. So, I think that's a little bit of bullshit. I think you could easily live another 80 years, at least 50 years. You could live to 150, no problem, and still be just as vibrant mentally and enjoy, you know, and still feel like you haven't gotten enough. Because some Of course that's fucking true. Some people haven't had enough. I think what's going on there is is something happens in the aging process where some chemical gets leaked into your bones. It gets leaked in where it's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Don't give a shit anymore. You can have me. And I think that just goes along with the fragility of 
the aging of as you get more fragile there's a word for it for old people you know fragile there's a word for it i mean they just go, it just goes they go well yeah i feel like as like i'm going to blow away like a deck of cards so i don't know they just feel like yeah i don't give a crap if i i don't need another 50 years of this 50 years in a different body of course but that's just me saying that now as a 30-something-year-old who hasn't reached that ripe... I haven't reached that age. I just look at it as... Because that ain't that long, man. Because time goes by and you might not be accumulating those experiences that make you feel like you've had enough. Sometimes I don't fucking know. I don't know. We're going to answer these questions at some point. I'm not. I'm... Calcify. I'm like definitely not gonna live that long. It doesn't feel like it. I'm already. I'm pretty fatigued as it is now. It doesn't mean I'm done with life though. I'm the complete opposite. As much as it's like I'm not killing it in terms of getting out of bed and starting. You know, the Vivance is beautiful, but without it, yeah, I'm not killing it. But I'm, I still have this optimism and I still have this enjoyment of the mundane stuff of like listening to CNBC. I guess it makes sense, man, that that old age, it lasts a long time. Like that's your most of your life is going to be old, like above 30, 40, if you're lucky, most of it is going to be just watching CNBC. But I want to maintain that vibrancy because I still have enough youth in me. You don't ever lose that. Even if you hit your 90s, you still have this youth of like wanting to like fuck around. You don't grow out of that. That's your humanity. We're covering, we're talking about a lot of different shit here. We're talking about like many different things that I could extrapolate on for many hours. But all I'm saying is 17 is the sweet spot. I guess in both ways, physically and mentally. It's bullshit. You need more than that. You need more experience than just 17. 17 is nothing. So maybe I was wrong. I, but when I was 17, I was pretty damn together. I, I was, you know, I was retarded. I was an idiot. But I'm the same person. I was an adult. That's pretty much when I became the permanent version of myself. So I was like, well, what's the, like high school really is when everything kind of, uh, crystallizes like that. Those last few years, like 16, 17, 18, that's when you crystallize and it happens so fast, but that's it. From then on, it's like, okay, I don't need to be 19, 20, Sure, I need to be 21 because then I could drink legally. Whoopee. That's not that excited once you're actually 21. By the time you're actually 21, 
you're so used to being an adult that it's like a slap in the face. So, oh, oh, I'm finally allowed to drink. Oh, thank you. Like, I wasn't doing that for the past five years. I, I'm, I don't need you to tell me when I'm an adult. I've been an adult since I was 17. That's when I've been an adult. 18 was just, just another... That was just on paper. When you could get a credit card. But being 18 didn't feel no different from being 17. 16? Yeah, that was different. Totally different story. 15, 16, 17, you're done. That's when your brain stops Developing, for the most part, obviously they say, oh no, it keeps going until you're, you're mid to late 20. Not for me. It got worse in my uh, 20s. I don't think I learned a thing. I don't think I got any better since, like, it's subtle. That's a very subtle, whatever the hell they're talking about there. I'm talking about real life experience I became a man of course I'm still learning huge lessons but I'm saying just my consciousness I was like yeah I'm an adult of course I'm becoming much more of an adult every month every month I like every week I do this stupid podcast I'm learning pretty, you know, big lessons. So it's not that I'm saying they don't continue to grow or learn valuable, huge life change. I'm saying, for the most part, that's when it stops. 17, it's like, okay, I don't got to be 18. Can we stop the clock? Yeah, I still want to be here, but can we just stop? Can we just turn off the, the, the aging process? I don't got to be 20. That's all I'm saying. Because I was done. I didn't feel like, okay, when I'm 20, I'll be grown. No. I was already fully grown up by 17. That's all I'm saying. Like, I need to be like, oh, when I'm 21, I'm going to be so much smarter. Even though that was true, of course I'm going to be smarter when I'm older. I'm, of course, that's always the case. I'm always going to be sm- but I didn't need to grow to get there, man. It just comes from, you know, whatever. I was fully grown. It's very nuanced. I guess that's why I can't, you know, it's a nuanced subject. It's not my fault. If it wasn't a nuanced subject, why would I even talk about it, babe? This whole podcast is about the inner extremes. The the new the the in between the two extremes of the spectrums it's a, we're on a spectrum everybody's on a spectrum not everybody some people are off the spectrum but we still call it a spectrum to make them feel better not really because if you ain't on it then it doesn't affect you it's a spectrum the autism spectrum does that make you feel better about yourself, kids with autism? Because 
It's a spectrum. Doesn't mean everybody has is on that spectrum. So it completely doesn't make sense at all. If it's a spectrum, then why the hell are some people not on it? That should include everybody, right? Spectrums usually include everything. Or else, why use the word spectrum? If I look at a, a star with a spectrometer, it's showing me everything in the visual... I mean, goddamn! Showing me literally every color I could see. And if there's colors outside of that spectrum... It's still a, it's a different it's it's called it, it's the electromagnetic s- spectrum. Yeah, sure visual light. Okay, I guess that could be the metaphor. The autism spectrum is just one little sliver of the human spectrum. So yeah, if you're on the spectrum, that just means you're this part of the whole thing. It's stu- It's a stupid... That's a terrible... If it's a spectrum, everybody should be on it. It's just that some people are more brightly colored. Okay, I don't like this metaphor for the human experience, for, for autism especially. I just feel like it's a slap in the face. It's like, either you got it or you don't. Nope, it's not that simple. Some people just are just somewhere on this spectrum. Okay, so am I stupid or not? Am I? Why am I getting bullied? Can you just answer that question? Is it because I'm born in a certain way, or is it because I gotta fix something myself? Am I just stupid socially, or in a way that I can't control because it came from my parents? You know. So what the hell is that answer? The stupid? Oh, I'm a little bit on the spectrum. Well, he's not. So, why can't you just give me a straight answer? Is there something wrong with me that I could fix? Or do I have to blame God? I'm not talking about me. I know that I'm not on the spectrum. I am on the uh, AS... It's another disease that starts with an A. The ADHD spectrum. Which means I gotta take hard drugs... All day, every day. This is no exaggeration. And the second they come off, they stop working or wear off. Gotta take more. Can't just go a single hour My without meds. I mean, hey, fuck it. That's just how it is, man. I'm starting to accept that a little bit. Because they do, uh, they work. They work. Vivance. That wore off hours. That wore off like so long ago in the day. That right now I'm just coasting off a different uh, sort of dopamine uh, fix. It's called taking a lot of mushrooms earlier and having them wear off. So I'm at the sweet spot where I get... I've You know, hey, this is part of being not 17 anymore. When I was 17, I, I I was just coasting off of basic, I still had problems. I still had the ADHD, man. But now it's like really, I don't know, like it, it explains what's wrong with me. It explains uh, everything that's wrong with me. Maybe not everything. I, you know, I can't, it's not that simple. Like my perfectionism 
That's still a problem. I don't. Is that eighty? Who cares? I think it probably is related to that. Because uh, when you're on, no, I don't think so. Because when I'm on the Vivance, that satisfies the dopamine. Yet I'm still a perfectionist. The only time I'm not a perfectionist is when I get like a shitload of serotonin, I think, which uh, comes from the mushrooms. When I take enough mushrooms, which is becoming more and more, it's an increasing amount, which is not good because of the heart rate. Oh man, it's 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 fun. It's scary. But then once I get over, it's like, crap, now I want to take more. And then I take more. And once you're over, like, the scary part, I don't know. So whatever, I still do that very often. And it's not really worth getting into. I guess I kind of enjoyed the part of the show where I was just yelling. I don't really, I didn't really feel like talking about myself that much. But that's what it's for. We're learning. And all of a sudden, I'm just realizing how quiet it is. Yeah, it's because of the change in uh, chemicals in my brain. All of a sudden, it's like I'm feeling like, what am I doing? I'm getting like too introspective to uh, want to... I need a subject that's... Okay. I don't have... I, I dried, I'm dry. I'm out of subjects. For the first time on the show... No, I got tons of subjects. It's just that I haven't finished the thing about that way that the Vivance thing. It's worn off. So I have to either take more of a stimulant. Every day, I know that I'm going to feel good. It's going to come on. And then it's going to go away and I'm going to feel this uh, crash, this emptiness. So I got to take some... It's fucked up. It's a somber reality. But what you know, I, I mean, I could look at it as that or I could just keep going and medicate it. And uh, I was worried about my heart rate. For this episode and in general, these stimulants... They don't really raise my heart rate, except unless I'm on like a lot, enough to be anxious. If it's enough to make me anxious, then that's going to raise my heart rate. But these mushrooms, they raise my heart rate a lot, like up to 130. And I think that's um, a bad thing, but also I kind of think it's not that bad. It's like exercise. It's like, sure, I could exercise or I could just take a drug that artificially just whether I like it or not I'm going to be exercising I'm going to be doing something that has leads to the same so I think it's not that bad because I don't do it that often I mean it's probably bad but like it's either that or I get no exercise so like right now it's either that or some other chemical or something I don't know, man. I need something to motivate me to get my shit together. And sometimes, and so either I could... I don't know. I'm very sentient or uh, 
not sentient, sedentary, man. And it's a problem. And we've talked about that, like, just, just doing that is exhausting. But the, the mushrooms, it got my heart rate going. And once your heart rate is already up, it's like, well, I could just keep running around. And that's what I did up until the start of this program. I was running around and like, I felt very energized but it wasn't just from stimulants because those already kind of were not, they were worn off. I do many different stimulants. I do coffee, like it's a lot. And they, yeah, still experimenting with that. And it's always kind of scary when you take the mushrooms. And then I like them because they force me to, to really think about shit and they because you could be like, okay, these mushrooms, they're going to only last a couple hours, which is nothing when you're not on mushrooms. When you're not on mushrooms, a couple hours is like, okay, boom, it's done. But if you actually have to experience those couple hours and your heart rate's 120 beats per minute, yeah, you're going to... It's going to be a long couple hours, but you know, it's fun though. So you have this feeling of like, Ooh, this is fun. I'm tripping. Like I'm feeling something I don't normally feel. So that kind of makes time go by. It distorts your perception of time as well. So it's, I don't know. It's fun. But then once you get past the anxiety, then it's just fun. You can just relax. And it's like, your heart rate goes down. It's like, shit, I kind of wish I was still, I kind of want to take more. And it just repeats. I don't know, man. I don't see why I'm so hard on myself with these thoughts of like, oh, it's, it's just a, it's a probably a bad thing that I need to take a gram of mushrooms to feel like I could start my, Day, not my day to do something creative to do the like i need a gram of mushrooms to feel extroverted that's really bizarre but it's true i need a fair amount of mushrooms not a gram you a couple you know 100 milligrams of the shit to get me to be like okay now i actually kind of want to talk to people even though that's exhausting and it's still going to lead to negative feelings later, I'm going to be like, oh, I've had enough of that person. I've had enough of that. I'm going to be an introvert. Yeah, it takes me about a gram <laughs> at this stage in my career to do this podcast, even half, to even do it at all. It takes about that much. It's fun though, but and then it, I don't know. Then you go through these cycles of like, whoa. I thought I was over. I thought I was just at the peaceful part of the night, but then I guess I got hit with another like feeling of like quiet lack of dopamine. I guess that's all. It, all it is right now. Like I started off energized, and now I'm feeling this like lull, and I think and I feel that all the time when I'm 
doing something where it's possible to notice it. Where when I'm being recorded, like for other people, when they're actually taking note, it happens all the it happens all the time. These low these feelings of like being void of dopamine. Whatever you want to call it, that's what it that's what it is, I guess. But uh, it's uh, that's how I'm putting it. It's like these feelings of like, well, I'm like, I'm I'm crashing. So we're gonna drink. And I don't wish I was seventeen anymore. Fuck it. Why do I have that? The problem is, like, I'm trying to like keep talking in this radio voice, man. I'm just feeling the stillness in the room. Okay, sorry. This is boring, but I I gotta keep doing what I'm doing. Not the podcast. The podcast, I could end whenever. I gotta keep taking drugs to want to do the pod. It's gonna oh, it's gonna be like this. And that goes for stand up. That goes for anything social. Anytime I gotta do anything social, I gotta continue to take these chemicals that make me feel dumb and spacey and lose my train of thought because otherwise I wouldn't want to do it. And that's just how it is right now. When I'm more successful, then I won't need to do that maybe. So anyway, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm satisfied that it's not very interesting. Is it interesting? It's not very interesting. That's why I'm like, it's interesting. But I I feel like I've talked about it. I don't know, just like repeating the same shit. That's been my career. My life has been like repeating. And like, if I think of something funny, which doesn't happen very often. Well, let's say it does. That'll make me feel good and whole for a, f- a few minutes, maybe an hour, maybe two hours, you know. But then it'll go away, and it's hard to capture that feel. Anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm just. I feel like I, this is how I am. In many, in like, when I do comedy, I'm either funny for a few minutes, and then I'm nothing. Like, I feel like my brain is like shutting down, but it's not, it's not, it's just that I got nothing to say. I've, (laughs) it's as simple as that, it's like, at this moment, I got nothing to say, that's just how it feels. It doesn't mean there's nothing I want to do, but I'm more like in the mood to like take in. I want to take in data. I don't I don't really got anything to put out. My brain my I'm still like I'm a, I'm taking in data. I'm processing it and the output is null. N-U-L-L. Which brings us to the first topic of the show, which is, uh, I'm a programmer. I'm working on a new... This is true. I mean, I I guess 
I didn't. I guess I thought it'd be cool to just be like, you know what? I'm on a roll. Let's just not talk about anything I had planned to talk about. Let's just improvise. Let's just be random. Okay, let's just. It's not random, but let let's just improvise the whole way like an artist. That would be cool. It didn't last the whole episode. It lasted maybe, you know, a good solid 20 minutes. I was on a good roll. And then it completely fell off a cliff in a way that is like night and day different. Like this is like me like watching back the episode the next day being like, well, it was fun in the moment. But this is not even fun in the moment. So at least we got that settled. At least I got not Okay. So anyway, I'm a programmer, and I spend a lot of my time optimizing code, not talking to people. Programmers, they don't gotta talk that often. Okay, let me open my gut. Let me dry my mouth again. Dry. Programmers. They don't got to talk very often because um, that ain't how it works. Unless they're talking their code out, it's way faster to just type it out, man, because all the semicolons, you can't talk out your code. And this is something that pisses me off is like people think that uh, GPT or AI is going to rule out programmers jobs and yeah okay it 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 kind of is generating good co- like they said it could pass the uh, entry to get into it could like it's qualified to work as a programmer more than most programmers it could pass the interview test yeah but there's something human about being a programmer that it's really hard to just ask a computer to do. Because a computer pisses me. This, this is something that pisses me off, but I'm just not smart enough to to explain in a way that's correct. I just know that there's something about it that bugs me when people talk about this fancy thing this new thing that's causing the stock market to go this fancy buzzword ai i want to punch somebody in the face sorry it's late it's i'm just tired i like this is something i'm passionate about and i could do this in a funny performative way and it it's a good, it would probably be a funny thing to do <laughs> to actually write this, you know, to punch this up into a nice, palatable stand up bit. Okay, not really. It's maybe. Of course it could, but yeah. It won't, because I won't want to. I don't want to. But it, uh, it's a buzzword. And it's just pissed. It's like, because it's going to take away the only thing that I got. Which is not weird. I'm programming. 
But AI is also, oh man, I hate that term. I just hate saying the term, let alone what it actually is doing and what people are talking about and how they say, oh, it's going to get even crazier. Yeah, but all it does is take something that a human did originally and just mix it up a little bit. It just mushes it around. It's not replacing the human author, the, the, the human original intent. It's a tool and it's, it's, it is, you know, I don't want to say scary because that's what everybody's, everybody's saying is scary. It just drives me crazy. It just bugs me that everybody's saying the same shit. It's, a, it's scary. It's like, it's going to take away everybody's job. It's going to take away programmers' jobs and even musicians and poets and singers, songwriters, comedians, even comedians are at risk of losing their jobs. Which is a ridiculous thing to say because very few comedians actually have a job. As a comedian, it's only like a, like a thousand in the world, like a hundred to a thousand. That it's more than a hundred in the whole world. Obviously, a hundred. It's like at least a, it's probably about a thousand. You know, at least a thousand that are working comedians, and like, are they at risk of losing their jobs? That's the most extreme example. Or case of like what could be the worst that could come out of who's like at risk of losing their even like why would that I don't know comedians no it's it's humans that want to see another human if Louis C.K. gets replaced by AI then we're done for that's not gonna happen that's why it pisses me even but, but that's just the most like yeah okay you're probably right that's probably not gonna but I'm saying it's also true that any job for the you know any real not any I mean of course it's gonna take away some AI is killing it in solving a lot of problems that a but this has been for this has been the case for about ten. To 15 years so forget about that forget about the I'm talking about this newfangled the GPT style uh, fear mongering of people say, oh, I was gonna take it yeah I guess that too is also taking away jobs But not not the essential, not the human ones, not the like even programmer, programmer. There needs to be somebody making these top-down decisions. Like sure, it'll take away the bottom of the job, like the actual low-level 
doing the actual code, but you still need somebody at the top sorting, like designing the architecture. That's, you know, you can, and then AI eventually will be good enough to just be like, everything. They'll just solve everything. We ain't even close to that, where you can just go up to AI and be like, yo, make me a company that's better than Uber. Yeah, we're a couple of years off from that, but sure, when that starts to be possible, then I'll say, it's scary. Here's something that's not scary. Here's the opposite. Here's something that's awesome about not AI, about human brains. I had a dream last night about sex, and it wasn't even like with another person, just a dream about using AI to make me sexually gratified. And this is not as fucked up as it sounds. This is aw- this is cool. It's sad, and <laughs> but it's cool because it's like, it's using my brain. It's like, it's using my fan. So when you don't jerk off for for a couple days, I'm very amused by myself. I amuse myself sometimes. If you don't jerk off for a couple days, your brain, and I'm talking about people that are like sex addicts. For most, fuck you. Fuck everybody. Me, I'm talking about myself. When I don't, I just don't like using the word I. So when I say you, I mean me. I just don't like using the word I because then I'm like, it's like personal. Like I'm saying, ooh. When you don't jerk off for a couple of days, you're going to start having sex dreams and. What's wrong with sex dreams? Nothing. They're all, they're the best. That's the one positive thing about having this horrible sleep quality where I wake up, you know, completely unrested and just want to, you know, and it's terrible. Oh, now I'm moving the mic all of a sudden. Sorry. Okay. Now that I'm getting hot and hot, now I'm getting really intimate. I want to get make sure the mic is even closer to my face as if it wasn't already picking up. Every mouth sound possible. So sex dreams. Nothing wrong with them. They're only positive. Why would you be like, oh, I'm having too many sex? Well, then jerk off and they'll go away. They could go back to having regular dreams. Sex dreams are great. And they make you feel motivated not just to get sex. They just give you this feeling of like fantasy inspiration. It's like, well, if my brain could think of that, I, it'll make me want to think of other shit that's also fantastical. It'll, it's inspiration. It's inspiring to have a good sex dream. In, it didn't even manifest in actual sex or jerking off. As soon as I woke up, I was like, yeah, that was a good fucking dream. And then I went about my day and started looking at the stock market and CNBC. 
and how they're talking about AI. But anyway, to, this is my this is what happened in a sex dream. It was a great sex dream. And it had to do with my with AI, and I'm putting it on paper here. I'm putting it on the record because it was such a creative fucking like awesome dream. It was just like this is what dreams are for. They're to have something happen that is not currently possible, but should be fucking possible. This should be possible, this dream that I had. It's just that the entrepreneurs just haven't gotten to it yet because maybe they don't exist because they're not me. I'm the visionary. Sorry, it's just been a while since I've thought of anything brilliant that I get. I, I go through these slumps of like, I'm not that good. I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say on my... And that's only because I forget that I'm a visionary who thinks of brilliant... And also, it sounds douchey to say that all the time. Like, oh, you got... It's douchey to say that, but sometimes I have those thoughts. It's like, you know what? I am one of those people. I just, it's just bad to say it out loud. Anyway, but I you could know it without you could just I gotta know it at least. I forgot. I literally forgot. I gotta keep a piece of paper. I need like a thing up there somewhere. A a dry erase board so I could be like remind myself that I'm a visionary. Cause it's not that I uh, am not one of those. It's just that I. It's not that I don't believe it. It's not that I think it's a. It's not that I am uh, in denial or think it's too, you know, unrealistic. It's that I forgot. I literally just forgot that I had that ability. So anyway, let's get back to this dream. I'm still that. I'm still a fucking awesome visionary. I was too bogged down. I was too, uh, you know, distracted by the small things in life. Like bills, man. I was just going to complain about bills on this podcast episode, which there's no shortage of bills. Life is always going to have bills. It's not always going to have income, but it always has expenses. How's that work? Anyway, it's just a weird, unsolved mystery to me. It's like, okay, so life is always guaranteed going to cost money, but it's definitely not a guarantee that it's going to make money. That's such an imbalance. And I, You can't solve it with socialism because that's artificial. I'm talking about life and like just being alive. It's ex okay, maybe that could be solved by socialism. Never mind, that's the exact thing that would solve it. Never mind. We'll get more into that later. Um, doesn't mean I'm for socialism. I just think that that answers the question. That solves the poll, the, uh, the equation. 
bills are artificial. Okay, never mind. This is too big of a topic for me to get side. Okay, too big of a topic. That's a huge topic. Bills. It's like I started with this metaphor of like, I don't know if it was a metaphor, whatever you want to call it. It was like, wait, so life is guaranteed to have bills. But I'm not going to be making money, but I'm always going to have bills. And they're going to get more and more inflation. It's going to make them bigger and bigger. So you're just fighting this uphill battle. Unless you have enough money that you're actually... Then you could just afford... whatever. That's what I've been living... That's what I've been like doing. I've been a warrior of, you know, bills. And this, you know, because of course I'm not going to just get a job like a fucking quitter. Only quitters get hired. Okay, this is turning into it. That's a separate topic for it. Let's finish the sex dream topic. I mean, I'm almost done. I was getting there. It's just that this is a very like, it's hard. To, this takes time. I can't just be like, oh yeah, I had a sex dream. It was awesome. That's not what a podcast... That's not why I'm doing this fucking thing. To, and I'm not just doing it to fill time. It's because it takes this much time to fully explain. I'm not just being a perfectionist. It's just that I gotta be district, uh, descriptive. Like, manuals would not be as long as they are if they didn't need to be that long to explain every little feature. And this would be like, what's the equivalent of what I'm doing? Like the like for a business, you give them like an elevator pitch or like a, a white paper. Yeah, it takes time. Sometimes it's more than one page. Or like Usually like a resume is one page. You don't want to be more. But anyway... To adequately explain this dream, I'm not just trying to like, oh, okay, let's, let's squeeze as much time. Oh, that's a funny thing that you do. You spend literally 20 to 30 minutes plus trying to... No, I'm not just milking this for time I, I know it seems that way completely it seems that way not at all it's just how I look how I am I'd be like no I, I need to fully I don't feel like I got to it yet I haven't finished the topic so anyway we're almost there I mean now that we are almost an hour in now I feel like I gotta fucking like rush to finish because I don't like when this goes more than an hour 10 or whatever, you know? So, oh, now all of a sudden I gotta finish the podcast. Oh, sorry. Because it was so good the whole. Oh, now all of a sudden I wanna talk. Unfortunately for me, I gotta wrap it up. So, <laughs> it's only getting good now, though. Why does that always have to happen? This podcast was terrible for most of it. Now it's only starting to get fun for me. An hour in. What a ripoff. So, I think it's just because I don't do it enough. I don't do it as often as I should. Anyway, 
whatever. I'm learning. Gotta do it. I can't do it twice a week. But I just gotta be more uh, regimented. I, I don't know. Not even that. Even that is out the window. I can't be more regimented. Are you kidding me? I just don't like how I only start liking to do this as soon as it's over. It's like, oh, we're an hour in. Okay, I'll see you next week. So, no, I just got. I'm just getting warmed up. At least that's how it feels for me. For the person listening, I it's like okay. Anyway, so the sex dream was. Um, I remember it. It's still kind of fresh in my memory, so I kind of want to put it on paper. So it was like all it was. From what I remember, I was in my apartment, some apartment. There was a big open window. Who cares what else was happening? The point was, AI in my iPad had gotten to the point where it was so good. I remember saying, hey, Suri, or hey, Alexa. And then I said, measure, how big is my dick? I was like, hey, Alexa. Can you measure my dick? That's that's what I said to Alexa. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's something she would do. It's 20, you know, it's whatever year it is. It seems like they should understand what I'm asking it to do. So it's like, hey, Alexa, how long, how big is my dick? And she acquiesced. She, I Obviously, it's the iPad cannot just take your like start moving around and magically touch you but that's what it did i felt i was like hey alexa how long you measure my dick and it just became my you know it did what i asked some it 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 it, it uh it magically had appendages that came out. I didn't see them. I only felt it. I was pretty much sleeping at the. I was like half asleep. That's why I was so good. Like this is something that was so luxurious. Like I was in the dream. I was tired. I was half asleep. So I even just asking it to do that was like annoyed. Like okay, just I was like annoyed that I had to even verbally ask. I was like. Hey Alexa, can you measure my dick while I'm falling asleep? I just want to know. And not only did she thoroughly do what I asked, she measured my dick. She got me my. I I saw like glimpses. I, I could feel out and see. I guess in my brain, even though my eyes were kind of closed, I was like seeing how long and big my dick, and it was great. I was like at least eight inches. That's why it's a dream, because it's not reality. But it was eight inches. I was like, damn, that's a good... Everything about it was gratifying. If it was reality, the only thing that would suck is that it wouldn't be eight inches. So it's like, okay, this is never going to happen in any conceivable... That's why it's a dream. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it then, if it's not going to ever happen. I guess I like talking about it, because I want the technology... To be as good in real life, maybe like it's like the way it just like subtly f- gave me the sexual gratification of somebody touching my dick to measure. It wasn't about the number. 
I didn't care about the actual measurement. It was a ploy. Okay, this is it was a ploy to get my iPad to give me sexual pleasure to to touch my dick. I didn't care about the measurement. I was being a pervert in the dream in a roundabout way. I was like, "Hey, that's not that creepy of a question." It's a normal question, but the way that I... Okay. But they did it, and it was great. And then I woke up. I was like, oh, that's not possible. Yeah, you can't just ask your iPad to measure your dick. That's not out there. Alexa can't... She'll be like, nah. I don't answer that question. I would. I could tell you, even if I knew, I wouldn't want to tell you. Because that's not what I do. I don't give you sexual gratification. You could just jerk off for that. Anyways, that's the that's the dream. I'm I don't know. I got it off my chest and uh I would tell that to a different person if another person was actually willing to listen. I wouldn't spend twenty minutes telling them. I'd be like, Yeah, I had a dream that Alexa measured my dick. I was like, Hey Alexa, well how big is my dick? And the way she handled my dick was so great, like like it was hard, but then it got soft, and she kept handling it and playing with it in a way that she knew it was soft, but as a computer, it's like damn, a computer knows what it's doing better than a person. So anyway, I think that's about it. If I was telling it to another person, I would give them the cliff notes. I would just say it that quickly as I just as I just did. Like literally, that was like what ten seconds. I wouldn't have spent so much time on it. But there's not another person here to to tell me. Okay, okay, great dream. So what's the point? What stocks should I invest in that'll profit me off AI? None. Nvidia. Go back in time six months. Invest in NVIDIA. It went up like 200%. Duh. Who didn't know? That was an easy fucking... That was an easy stock pick. Nancy Pelosi bought NVIDIA about eight months ago. Ten, something like that. And I was like, yeah. uh, I'm going to buy that. And I held on to it. It went up a lot. I sold one share. Because you got to take your profit. You know, with these tech stocks, they, they don't always stay up. Okay. This was a mostly fun episode. It's, except for the part where I was like, whoa, what is happening in my brain right now? Except for that part. But then I worked my way out of it by standing in, si- in dead silence. I got out of it and only took many minutes of finding myself. And I'm going to keep doing this. I just got to, I'm not going to stop doing this. It's just that, holy crap. What a, it's messy. It's a messy process, but I've got to save it for the next, next week. Okay. This is episode 77, the Star Wars episode 77, 1977 was a great year for music. And this has been the end of this episode. Have a good week, y'all. Until I have a show.